Hey there, welcome back to the Path to Zion podcast where we are rediscovering the ancient way. You can always find us over at pathtozion.com or here on our YouTube channel. Thank you so much for tuning in today. What are we going to talk about this this Halloween holiday? It is a, a memorial of sorts, a, a celebration, a festival, um, an official holiday that um, is very widely accepted in this age. And so as you see in the title, we are going to talk about why most of Christianity accepts Halloween today. Here it is, 2023. It's fixing to come to an end here before too long. And so I would like to present something for consideration about why most of Christianity accepts Halloween today where we are. And it's really the same reason that they always have. A better title, if I really wanted to be a little more um, bold, is to say, why wouldn't they? <laughs> why wouldn't Christians celebrate Halloween? And that's really the crux of what we're going to talk about. Um, and, and let's just get right into it. Now, anyone can easily call out Halloween um, as pagan and wicked. We're not going to get hung up there. We're not going to talk about like its its origins and, and all the things wrong with it and the, the, the dark side and all this stuff. We're just not going to do that. This, this will be a little bit different than... than older episodes of me like pulling the the veil off of Christmas and Easter and Valentine's Day and all these things. Um, so I want to come at it from a little bit different angle um, in this episode specifically. After all, most people, in my opinion, um, should be able to see how evil and just dark Halloween is from a million miles away. This should not even need to really be discussed. Um, I want to propose that it's really no wonder that people, many that profess to be followers of Messiah, fully join into this holiday. Um, now, I understand the argument, although um, it, is, it is to me easy to see that, that people say, many, many believers would justify the celebration of Halloween and say, well, we just don't do that. Um, we do it this way. Like if you're doing a church event, um, <clears throat> the church or ministry might put um, some criteria on costumes, just as an example, a very broad stroke uh, example of what I'm talking about. The approach in this modern relevant age of Christianity would say, well, we don't let children dress up like um, demons or serial killers. We're just dressing them up like, you know, scarecrows and pumpkin people and, you know, movie characters or something like harmless things, right? Um, but you know, so in other words, well, we don't do Halloween like that. We do it like this, and, and, and it doesn't look the same as, as the world, or it doesn't look dark and evil. But despite Christianity's attempts to rebrand Halloween, and you'll see it named different things just wherever you look, Harvest Festival, Hallelujah Night, Trunk or Treat, of course, which has become the predominant thing um, all the way across the board. As, at its core, though, the issue remains. Okay, <clears throat> and here's the issue. It is of sorts a golden calf, um, perhaps the worst one of, of all of the holidays, in my opinion. And, wh and what do I mean by that? And let me explain it like this. Mankind has always had a fascination with adding worship of the Most High alongside whatever else they justify as good or enjoyable. Something that we justify because, well, we want to do this anyway. And so let's just rebrand it, rename it, and change it just enough to be okay 
for us to do something that may not be good, but how how can we just make it okay enough to clear our conscience? Um, now the reality is, biblical patterns quickly reveal that it's mixing. This is, um, and I'm pretty confident that Yahweh still hates it today, as much as He hated it at the base of Mount Sinai thousands of years ago. To use the golden calf as an example, whereas you will see outreaches, you'll see. Churches having a parking lot full of all of the exact same things as a worldly Halloween event, except it is outreach. We're just trying to minister to the world. But the problem is, in that attempt, in that relevant-fueled attempt, you become just like the world to win the world. And therefore, things get real muddy, real confusing. And I would say, well, what are we really inviting people into if we are already joining into what they're doing. Um, this is all about set-apartedness, of course. So so here's the reason that I feel um, often seems to be overlooked and is just not discussed in, in this Halloween issue. The, the deeper matter at hand, in my opinion, is not that Christians celebrate Halloween, okay? Because we can get hung up there, we can post images on our Facebook pages, and we can condemn Halloween, and we can post Bible verses, and we can do this, and we can do that, and talk about how evil it is, and how dark it is, and all these things, and they are all true. Well, mostly. Yes. But I think it would be better for us to talk about the the bigger matter at hand than the fact that Christians celebrate Halloween. The bigger issue to me is that they want to, okay? The fact that Christians who call themselves according to the name of Jesus Christ, according to the Messiah, should they actually be the same, which is a whole other category over here we're sure not tackling today. Why do they want to? Why would you, if you are one who celebrates, memorializes Halloween, the question isn't really why has it become acceptable, but why do believers in the Bible, in God, in Jesus, why do they want to celebrate this day, memorialize this day? So I think it would be good for us to address um, this simple question. Why? Okay? Why do believers want to celebrate Halloween? Now, for me, there is one foundational problem that answers this question. Now, it answers many questions when we talk about the body of believers at large, Christianity in our age, Lack of identity. Lack of identity, to me, always sur- it always just kind of shakes itself up to the surface to be an underlying foundational issue within why Christians, professing believers, do things they do and why they don't do things they don't do. To me, lack of identity always comes to the foundational core of what fuels these um, things that, that wide way Christianity either joins herself to or abstains from. Okay? Now, for those who claim to be true followers of Messiah, yet do not memorialize and celebrate Yahweh's feasts and Sabbath, they, I would propose, as celebratory people, because that's the way Father made us, are lost. Okay? We paraphrase, because I want this to be brief. Brief for me is 30 minutes. We are, we are created by Yahweh to memorialize, to, to celebrate a, a celebratory people 
That is how Yahweh, Father, Creator, Designer, made us, okay? And then he gave us feasts of Yahweh, his feasts, not feasts of the Jews, but they are Yahweh's possession, as we talk about with great unending regularity here. He gave us feasts, which are the moed, the appointed times where he himself comes down to meet with his people. And those ordained, set-apart, holy, consecrated times are for his set-apart, holy, consecrated people. They are his celebratory events that he arranged for his people to come to gather and to memorialize. And so, what I'm promoting is this lack of identity leaves people searching for something to celebrate leaves us searching for an identity. Well, who are we? Because what do we do? What do we do? What do we enjoy? What do we celebrate? What do we find comfort in? And, and what is a, a generational pattern that we inherited and we just carry on? Because I don't know, it's just part of who we are. It's We enjoy it because it's something we've always done. Okay? So, I would promote that be, if, if, you are a, a Christian who does not memorialize and celebrate Yahweh's feasts, his appointed times, his feasts and Sabbath. You're lost in the sense of what you are to celebrate, which goes to my point why most of Christianity accepts Halloween today, or why wouldn't they? Because if you don't celebrate the, the memorialized holy days, the consecrated appointed times of Yahweh, for his people, you're lost and you're looking for something else to do. You're looking for some other way to celebrate literal life. Because again, we are created to be a memorializing celebratory people. Okay? So, in other words, most, but not all, most, who would say that they're believers and memorialize and celebrate Halloween... They do it simply because they innocently want to, in most cases. Why? Again, they lack identity. They assume that ascribing Yahweh's name to this worldly holiday, holiday is necessary and even good. And that's where this starts to be the golden calf mixture, is we have been duped to believe that we can take pagan, idolatrous, wicked, evil, unrighteous, dark things and somehow make them holy. This is a pattern that is nowhere seen in the entire word of Elohim. You cannot just take something that was created, in, in this case, completely in darkness, and Christianize it to the point where this is something good. Okay? Many people, perhaps you, friend, if you would even consider it, have been led to believe that we're allowed to take something evil and literally just call it good. Just like the scriptures have foretold. What have we been told in the Word? Many people really do believe that anything can be made acceptable and holy. Calling evil good and good evil. And if you don't understand who you are, if you have an identity issue... This is normal. This is to be expected, to make my main point a bit redundant as we move along. Now, for those of us who have entered into any understanding whatsoever of our identity in Messiah and the covenantal familial obligation that's therein, 
We always hear Christians state this phrase in many different ways. <clears throat> the feasts are just not for them, okay? I would talk about, for example, to a Christian brother about the joy of finding Yahweh's feasts and the word and like following the covenantal patterns of of the of the perpetual invitation. We're getting ready to record a series. It's already written out. It's going to be lengthy, probably four parts, about a Hebrew word, olam, which is in perpetuity. It is perpetual. It is forever. It is ongoing. It's all throughout the Older Testament. I mean everywhere. And 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 we would say we've come into come into an understanding that in the new covenant we are in perpetuity <laughs> keeping Yahweh's appointed feasts, his Sabbath, which are his Moed, his Moedim. Okay? So we believe that we enter into a covenantal familial obligation. Now, we get, of course, to my point, the feasts are not for us, many Christians would say. Now, if this is true, if this is really true, the question has to be asked. If you are one who claims to be a believer, a follower of Messiah, a Christian, or anything for that matter, it doesn't really matter what we call ourselves, and you do not do feasts and Sabbath, yet you do celebrate Halloween, or even Christmas and Easter and Valentine's and the laundry list of others, if Father's feasts are not for you, does that mean that Halloween and all that it represents is? This is just a very simple question, but gets to the source of the matter, in my opinion. In other words, I see most finding no issue whatsoever with aligning themselves with Halloween now. Because, again, it's, it's become invited into the church, the, the casual Christian assemblies all over it. Trunk or Treat and Hallelujah Festival and Harvest Festival, we did it even 20 years ago, back when we were working at a church. All these worldly celebrations and holidays are for us, apparently, yet Yahweh's feasts and Sabbath are not, because that was for somebody else. Hmm. This should concern us greatly, in my opinion. Um, now, I'm fully aware that there are a decent amount of Christians that take a stand against this holiday specifically. But I'm not in line with them either, because many people who really bash Halloween from a Christian perspective would also say that we don't do feasts and Sabbath. It's just Halloween is so easy to call out. It really is laughable that we have to explain that this is something we should not take any part in. But I'm not aligning myself with that either. Again, what I'm proposing specifically is that what people do when they don't understand who they are, okay? When I was just a Christian in Jesus, there were things that I took part in and things that I did not because I just didn't know who I was covenantally. I just thought I was supposed to be like Jesus. I never really understood what that meant. Nobody really ever told me and taught me how. You just are led by the Spirit. Well, what does that mean and who confirms what that is? and many things that go along with that. Now, in my house specifically, our personal testimony, we walked away from Christmas and Easter and Thanksgiving and all these um, years before we came into any understanding with Torah and feasts and Sabbath. And that's just the order that we went into. 
but we walked away from, we, we, we saw the error within these man-made holidays, and we began to distance ourselves from them um, 10 years ago. Um, again, before we, we came into this, this revelation of, of feasts and Sabbath and Father's Moedim, um, but that was just our way in. But whatever the case, if we don't know who we are, we just go with what we're presented. We just kind of go with the flow, to use an old adage. But here's the problem. Simply put, Yahweh's people always forget. Okay, we talk about that a lot here. Remember, remember, remember. And many remembers. The only remember in all of the Ten Commandments is what, friend? The Fourth Commandment. Remember the Sabbath. Why? I say it all the time. If you watch the program, you've heard me say it 400 times. Because you're going to forget. You're going to forget the Sabbath, so don't. In fact, please remember. Remember the Sabbath. And so because we seem to forget, we I would say we forget um, three primary things. Number one, who we are, first and foremost. Number two, whose we are. And number three, we forget how Father's people are to act. In this case specifically, what we are to celebrate and memorialize. We have forgotten. And to get to the point of this whole message, which is why most of Christianity accepts Halloween today, she doesn't know who she is. They don't have an identity. We, as believers in many, many facets and faces of, of the body, are ignorant of identity. And that frees us in Jesus to just go with the wind you can do it this way. I'll do it this way. No condemnation. It's all okay. Everybody's arm in arm. Doesn't matter what you believe or where you're going or what you're saying or what you're thinking about, what you're studying or how you see it. Are you in unity of the Spirit with me? Yes. Let's go. I don't really ascribe to that, but that's becoming more and more prevalent with each passing month of this age we're in. So I'm not surprised anymore when Christians celebrate Halloween or the endless other list of holidays. In fact, people who do not understand who they are and what they're doing will go on and do whatever the world does. Now, worst of all, again, is this mixing when we start making it a face for the body, when we start um, kind of advertising what we're doing and we're, we're saying now it's okay. The, the body of Messiah, <laughs> the church anyway, the Christian church is saying it's okay. Look, we do it too. We do Halloween. We just call it a little something different and try not to dress up too gory because, you know, it's the church building. But we see it in every single pagan and idolatrous holiday. I could literally name and explain them all, but we won't do that. But worldly festivals, worldly memorialized days have been branded acceptable because they've been Christianized, despite there being absolutely no biblical evidence of this practice ever being okay in Yahweh's sight. Okay, Now, I could read hours of Bible text to explain this principle that we've been talking about for the last 18 minutes. But let's just read a few to remind us all and not just have my opinion towards this commentary, okay? 2 Corinthians chapter 6, Do not be unequally, unequally yoked with unbelievers. For what do righteousness and lawlessness share together? Or what does light have in common with darkness? 
Or what harmony does Messiah have with Belial? Or what does a believer share with an unbeliever? Or what agreement does the temple of Elohim have with idols? For we, we, he's talking to those who this is true about, we are the temple of the living Elohim. Just as Elohim said, I will dwell among them and walk among them, them, certain people, okay? And I will be their Elohim, and they shall be my people. Verse 17 of 2 Corinthians chapter 6, Therefore come out from their midst and be separate, says the Lord, and do not touch what is unclean. Unclean? Wait a minute, there's unclean stuff in 2 Corinthians chapter 6? I thought Jesus made everything holy. Don't worry about it, just read something else. We have to tackle these things. We can't look away anymore (laughs) in our belief systems. So come out and be separate. Don't touch what is unclean. I will become, I will, I'm sorry, I will welcome and receive you, and I will be a father to you, and you shall be sons and daughters to me, says the Lord Almighty. This is directly quoting Exodus, Leviticus, Jeremiah, Ephesians chapter 5. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of such things Elohim's judgment comes on the children of what? Disobedience. Therefore, do not be partners with them. Pause. (laughs) Why? Well, you once were darkness, but now, in union with the Lord, you're light. Walk as children of the light, for the fruit of light is in all goodness and righteousness and truth trying to learn what is pleasing to Yahweh. Take no part in the fruitless deeds of darkness, but instead do what? Expose them. It is disgraceful even to mention the things that are done by them in secret. Verse 13, Ephesians chapter 5. Yet everything exposed by the light is being made visible, for everything made visible is light. This is why it, which is Isaiah, says... Wake up, O sleeper, rise from the dead, and Messiah will shine on you. So pay close attention to how you walk, not as unwise people, but as wise. Make the most of your time, because the days are evil. Now, we would, of course, read so much more if we allotted the time for it. But what are we to do, friend? How do we do our part to turn this this massive ship of disobedience and darkness around. For those of us who've been given eyes to see, this is what I propose. We call others out in love, in gentleness, in a way I'm trying to do better at, and I hope this reveals that in some measure for those of you that have watched me or listened to me for years. We do warn people. We have to. We pray. We cry out for more and more people to come out and be separate. Most of all, We strive to better understand our own identity in this new covenant in Yeshua. I would also suggest we do this. We we present an invitation to others who are feeling the call to come out and discover their identity as Yahweh's set-apart people. Many, many people are becoming dissatisfied with what they have been handed, and they're walking away. Many, many people. Anyone who's paying any lick of attention right now for this resurgence of the ancient way that we're going to tackle in the Olam series, 
people's eyes are coming open and the scales are falling off and they're saying, I see who I am. I see who I am in Messiah. I see why all these things happened the way they did. Because my father wants a people, right? Many people are walking away from this wide way belief system where everything has a magic wand Holy Spirit device that sprinkles something on every single thing and makes it holy. People are starting to see this does not work. This has not worked. It is not working because it's not Father's pattern. Lastly, ask Father to send you to these people that are walking away and wanting to come out and be set apart and walk alongside them as they begin journeying out into better understanding our identity. So why does most of Christianity accept Halloween today? Identity. Identity issues. Like I said at the very beginning, a better question would be, why wouldn't they? May we not be so surprised, friend. In these areas of our lives that we don't understand who we are, covenantally speaking, and if we're ignorant of Father's ways or if we've said no to them, what do we expect but to go the way of the world? Why would we not? And so let's all move together to help change that. Holidays of this world are just not necessary anymore when you walk in Father's ways. And I'll say that, I'll talk about that for 10 seconds and then we'll be finished. Now that I am keeping, which is shamer, which is a, a, a guarding, a preserving, a cherishing, a valuing, when I keep Yahweh's feasts, his appointed times, feasts and Sabbath, when I guard those and treasure those, I have no other need for any other celebratory events, friend, in the sense of what we have inherited with holidays. I have no need whatsoever for the worldly holidays anymore. Now again, 10 years ago, we walked away before Feast and Sabbath came into the picture. But as we walked away from those and then traversed those years, six years, oh, this is why, this is why <laughs> feasts and Sabbath, the appointed times of my father, meeting with his people. And so, friend, I would pose a question. If you are a believer in the Bible, in Yeshua, in Jesus, a Christian, and you feel that Halloween's just okay, what's the big deal? I would just submit to your consideration is that really is that really okay in father's eyes is it really okay with him because our opinions don't matter what i want to do what i enjoy that is no measure for what is acceptable in his sight and what is not so think on that if you uh, are interested send us questions if you want towards us Pat Design Podcast at gmail.com is the way to do that. We're open to engage in conversation and humility. The only thing we know is what Father has revealed. So that's all we have to offer. Um, stick around for the Olam series. I need to record that in the next several days. It's going to take me a good bit of time. It's very long. Um, so go by patdesign.com in the meantime and look up older stuff if you would like. Thank you so much for watching. Amen. <laughs>